We would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the land. We respectfully acknowledge elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be. Welcome to Wine with Megan Mel. We're here to help beginners navigate the world of wine. I'm Mel, and for the last time this year, I'm a master of sobriety, joined by Meg Brotman, master of wine, who is so happy to hear well, that. We can I'm only pray for the last time ever, not for the last time this uh, year. No, only the last time this year. I'll be back next year telling you all about Yay, how I'm a master of sobriety. A new year of sobriety. Can't wait. I think. <laughs> I think last episode I also referred to myself as a master of fun as well. Is this, How do you feel about the fact that I'm making a mockery of your very important title? <laughs> well, I won't tell you what my husband says MW stands for. What's it stand for? Master wanker. <laughs> or my wife. My wife. Yes. Well, that's a bit nicer. That's worse. <laughs> what? I am his wife, but, you know. Did uh, I get a title attached to it? Yes. <laughs> master of Wine does sound. It sounds awesome. We have 13 new Masters of Wine. Oh, really? Yes. What, since when? Uh, they graduated. Oh, I meant to send you the link. It's, I mean, it is so very British. They graduated um, the 2021 crop or the 20, yeah, 21 crop graduated Last week, last Thursday. Oh, good on him. But it's so English because it's done in Vintners Hall. Yeah. Which is very posh. posh. And they've got like the heralds going. Dur, 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 dur. No, they don't. That is so funny. I've seen you they the have flags. And just, oh, my God. Yeah, with the flags on the top. Oh, my God. Everything. And they're up like in a, like a balustrade kind of balcony oh. thing. And the, the proudest punch students. And we wonder why wine is so pretentious and well, That's stuff. what I was going when I sent it to you and say, watch Jesus. the first minute of this and this is why wine is such, yes. why, why people think it's such a load of BS. Totally. But contrary to that, congratulations to those know, 13 people because I it know. is a and quite enormous a lot of chicks, achievement. Quite a lot of women. Yes, we love that. Go so girls. maybe over 50%. <gasps> Don't quote me, but just from remembering their faces, yep. So well done, all you new Masters of Wine, and well, well done. done to the Masters of Wine who graduated the year before but haven't managed to get to London to get for their awards ceremony because of COVID. Yeah. So I wish you all the best when you do get to go. And you get to listen to the... So good. I know. All right. Well, this is our last episode for the season. After this, we're going to take a few weeks off and we'll be back next year. So we thought that we would wrap up the year by counting down our favourite wines. Well, your favourite ones. I don't know yet. But I've got to give you my best fun fact. Yeah, I know. We're going to get there. I just I have to do the teaser. I'm we, so we excited do, by we, my we, we do the teaser about the episode, then we go into fun facts, then we come back. It's 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 the model. Okay, sorry. You know, we've, been, we've only I been doing you, this since yeah, February. Um, but, hey, before we even get to your fun fact, um, we definitely have a shout-out. We've been talking about them all year, and it is time to say hello yes. to the people of Ivor in South Carolina. Hello, Ivor. So 48 listens or something? There are so many listens from this town of Iva that has a population of 1,300 people. I know. It's amazing. So we give a big shout out to you. And if we ever get to the US and South oh, Carolina, we are so visiting we Iva. We so calm. Because we've, we've made all these theories about the whoever's listening. Yeah, it could who be one solitary person sitting at home who's bored. We've got this whole wine club going on. What is going on in Iva? Please, if you are listening right now, could you message our Instagram? We actually really want to know, know who you are. Are you a group of people? Because more of you, Ivans. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> 
more of you people from over listen than people from our own national capital. Yeah, more people listen to us from Iva than from Canberra, which is in our own country. That's the capital of our country. Yeah. Well, thank you, Iva. Hi, how are you going? Um, and the other thing that I wanted to point out was we had a really lovely group here last weekend who um, did a sabrage and wine testing with us. Yes, they did. I missed the sabrage event, unfortunately. I can't believe. Did you do it on purpose? Were you were you putting a stand against sabrage? I, I did. I know. I would have actually liked to have seen mm. the way they did it because I saw the bottles afterwards, most of which looked okay. Yeah. There are a couple that I was a bit worried about, um, <laughs> that they had glass in their bottle. But, no, I would have liked to have seen it. Unfortunately, I had acupuncture. You did have acupuncture. But yeah. it was really nice to have some people out here visiting us. And I think we'll probably do it again next year, put out a call, do a bit of a competition. Um, so if you're a listener, definitely make sure you're watching our Instagram next year to look out for that. And it was supposed to be educational. I'm using inverted commas there. And it was just like drinks with Megan Mel. It was yeah. such good fun for us. It was a lot of fun. It was such fun. good fun for um, next next time competition winners next time I'm getting an Uber for that day yeah and (laughs) tell us what you want to drink before you get here because we we pre-decided that it was all going to be about Chardonnay and then maybe they wanted something else I don't know it was it was a lovely and the weather was superb oh it was beautiful we had our own little table out the back so if you are local or even if you're not you know if you're willing to fly in uh, we definitely would love to host a few of you next year as well but Meg you were bursting to tell me a fun fact so what is it well we have Courtney here, who always brings in weird food. Oh, yeah, she does. So she bought in um, Kit Kats the other day. I don't know if you had any of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they're all weird, like Mm -hmm. fairy floss flavoured. And Anyway, did you know that in Japan there is a wine-flavoured Kit Kat and you can only buy it in Japan? No. So apparently you can buy them on Amazon. So even though I refuse to buy anything on Amazon, I may break my golden rule. Please do. I know. Can we try them on podcast that's amazing exactly. i love that i've been bursting since i've read about it about two weeks ago oh my god that's gonna be my last one have you tried the um listerine has rosé flavored listerine now like rosé wine but you're not supposed to drink listerine no you're not meant to drink it you just be it. the temptation yeah well, it would be the temptation <laughs> mine looks Can't like rosé i've got this new alcohol free one that's kind of purple it's very odd Huh. Buying in bulk at Costco, you know. There's something ironic about you having alcohol free. I know. <laughs> was <serene>? Yes. <laughs> it was at Costco, you know, right. five okay. packs Costco, for a dollar. So. You know. Yeah. Okay. I've been drinking anything interesting, Meg? Uh, yes. Uh, an oldie but a goodie, a classic if you're into Italian wines, Purapan, um, mm-hmm. which is a producer, Suave. So oh, nice. Suave is a small little walled-in town in the Veneto. Um, principal grape variety is Garganega, yeah. or as we in Australia call it, Garganega, um, with Chardonnay and Sauvignon Blanc and Trebbiano. And Pirapan's a good producer and it's just lovely. It's quite weighty but acidic um, and actually had it with some of the cheese from here because I had some left over from the tasting on Friday night that I did, the food and wine tasting or the wine and cheese matching. I thought, yes, that would go perfectly with the um, Nightwalker. Looks like you can get it from Dan Murphy's too. Can you? I just get it when I go to the Prince Wine store. I'm, it's, well, they're like pretty big. 35 bucks? Yeah, mid-30s. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, 30 to 35. Cool. Lovely and just lovely, fresh, easy drinking, delicious wine. 
Love that. Okay. Well, I'm probably going to add that to my list for this weekend. Um, but okay, look, let's get into it. I'm so pumped because we have tasted, actually, I want to do some quick maths. Well, we've had, we've done like 40 episodes. Calculator. What's 40 times, let's say. Four, five. Five. 40 times five. 200. Is it? Yeah. 200. I did big maths at school. You did? Okay, Meg's done big maths and um, we've tasted around 200 wines this year on the podcast and there have been some absolute crackers. Have you had any favourite episodes as a whole episode? I think because we were just starting out, the clean wine episode is yeah. my, I'd go back and listen to it because we are quite outraged and subsequent to that I've been funny. really Trigger's not the word, but I'm, I'm like keep reading stuff yeah. about it. And there's even a new one from Juliana How, Who How. Yeah, she's another actor who's done exactly the same. And this time it's uh, can they stop? They're touting it as gluten free, blah blah, blah blah blah. And I just it, it it's just started this whole like I'm yeah. I'm so super sensitive to any yeah. BS now in that. That yeah. realm, and um, so th- that, that was, was one of fun. my favourite ones. I think I've got to say, and I think I can speak for the general public that I've spoken to, that Neil. Oh, people love Neil. we got to get I Neil back in. just loved him. The stories <laughs> that he had to tell, the way yeah. he told them, yeah. um, his clear love for yeah. the Rhone, yeah. but all that, you know, Joseph, what, what, what Saint is it? Saint of, of, Saint of good death or something? Saint of happy, happy death. death. Yeah, yeah. He was cool. And I love people who've got, because I've got a bit of a brain like that, that have this brain for these weird yeah. ass facts that yeah. really that don't associate with anything but bring everything to life. And that's the thing I love about Well, wine. he was all about storytelling rather than tasting notes, which I really liked as well. But all back to the wine. All like comes back to the wine. The it braille, was really cool. You know, the yeah. dude. Yeah, the, the braille. Yeah. Just amazing. So that that was another one that I loved. I um, think my favourite wines episode was um, wines from places you've never heard of. That was good. You brought the coolest wines in. I'd like to do that again. We liked reckon, every single one. Yeah, we should do a part two next year. Yeah, definitely. And just a longer lead time. That's the problem with some of these wines yeah. because they're not – you, we can order them, but they don't always arrive in time because sometimes they're ordering them from the winery or the importer or yeah. whatever. But, yeah, that was a good one. All right. So all these wines, we've tasted a couple of hundred wines this year on the podcast and there really were some standouts. Um, and so Meg, a master of wine who <laughs> famously you don't really do reviews and stuff, right? You don't really accept samples and, and no. do reviews on wines, but you are going to do it for the podcast. You're going to count down. Your top ones. My top five. And so, then I've got a mystery one at the top. All right. Take us take us off. So wine number five, got to start at the bottom, is actually Rob Dolan Marsan. Um, uh, I know that's kind of you. bringing it to home, but it just opened my eyes to what Marsan can do because, like I said, I was so used to drinking these young Marsans and finding them quite boring. Yeah. And then these beautiful Marsans when they're older and nothing in between. Yeah. And so I just thought – who can be bothered? Yeah. Um, but then tasting this one from Talarook, made in a richer sort of style, and since then I actually did buy the other day a Paul Mass, which is a big producer in the Languedoc in France, Marsan, 100% Marsan. Yeah. It was not very nice. Oh. Um, <gasps> you were working up to it like it was going to be but great. I just re- – 
losing your uh, preconceptions, I guess, about great yeah. writers or your your dismissiveness. Yeah. It's like I've done my son, yeah, yeah I yeah. think it's a bit boring. So that was my number five. All right, well, was- congratulations, Thank Adrian you. and team, for changing Meg's mind. And also... Thank you, Shadow to Vilk, for sending some the 2010, cool. which was just seven. And that, what was that passing cloud? Yeah, Marsan was a cool, that was cool. That was a good episode. Go back and listen to that one too. Yeah. And I do apologise. I never remember the names. That's not because I didn't Secret. find your wines were dish delicious. Okay, yeah. number four um, was, oh, where am I? <laughs> oh, okay. Was the Freycinet Cordon Negro, Negro Brut Carver. The Carver! Because of that reaction. Oh, my God. It's like $16 or something. Because of that reaction. I thought the wine was really solid. Yeah, no, I agree. I remember being really surprised. And the fact that you can drink so well. Yeah, yeah. And normally my <laughs> my fallback has been this wine from St. Hilaire, which is the, the Blanquette Delino, yeah. usually about $13 at Dan's. Yeah. I noticed the other day it's $19. So why wouldn't I be drinking the Freycinet Cordon Negro Cava? Yeah. Um, and big brands. Again, we're dismissive of them. We are dismissive you of know? big brands. That is very true. And that is the one that you find in – there's like a matte black bottle. It's so recognisable. So there you go. Give another chance. Oh, where am I? What was that number – Four, uh, number three, I can't really count, is the 2015 10 Miles East Arnais. Do you remember that? The yes. old Arnais, which unfortunately is sold out. Remember but we like tried surely to buy the some? newer vintage That's would right. still be all right. Buy it. That Never heard of them. was sensational. I, I still remember it and I remember the label too. Yep. I that thought was that was amazing. an amazing wine. Yeah. And it was Adelaide Hills from yeah. memory. Yeah. We didn't know anything about no. it. No. It was complex and it was interesting. We got it from Nick's, I think. It was one yeah, of those Yeah, it was odd a real ones. random one. Um, and just, again, I just am reminded of how many tiny wineries there are in Australia yeah. that are plodding along, doing their thing. You've gone from such a big winery to such a little yeah. winery. Exactly. Well, uh, congratulations. Then... What was that? Three. That was three. What's number two? Number two, this was thanks to Neil, was the 2016 Gigal Chateauneuf de Pap that we oh, did wow. on the Rhone. I mean, I've always loved Chateauneuf de Pap. I think Chateauneuf de Pap sub 50, you're drinking okay, but yeah. that was, it was around $100. Oh, mate, it was sensational. It was just a reminder of what yep. Southern Rhone can do. Do you think if someone out there, it, like, doesn't normally spend a lot of money on wine, but like once for once to spend like a hundred bucks on wine, would that be a good one to yeah, do? Definitely, yeah. it's interesting. My again, my big sister was watching it, uh, listening the other day, and she was drinking the uh, Cros Hermitage from one of her episodes and asked about the fourteen dollar Vontu. Mm. That kind of almost made it in my list because it was Honorable just so mention. bloody interesting. For fourteen dollars, even less. I think it's thirteen dollars. Yeah, it was it was a seriously good wine. I mean, going through this, going through all the wines, like I've got a list here of about fifteen wines, and then I'm having to go through to... and cut wow. them down because there's like that Assertico. Oh, I wondered if the Greek wines were going to make it on the. I love the Greek wines. Make it wines. on your list. So that's why I didn't put it on there. So, drum roll for number one. 
was the 2019 The Remarkables Pinot Gris from Central Otago, which I think was about $15. Wow. I've actually gone out and bought more of that and drunk it quite a few times. Again, a bit of residual sugar. Yeah. Um, but just perfect balance. I really expected it to be crap. <laughs> well, no. Green. Bit harsh, Mick. No, green, but unbalanced. And yeah. Not I just thought it was perfectly wow, put together. Well, well done. But this is the one you love the most. So I've got the surprise. What's the wine the surprise? that surprised me the, the most of the year. Surprise of the year. Was that brewy Beaujolais that we had in the, the summer. Beaujolais! In the summer reds Yay! episode. That whole episode for me, I'd love to redo. Yeah, let's do that again. By pre-tasting and actually recommending what works because I think I did it based on previous reviews Mm -hmm. and I didn't think a lot of the wines worked, but that wine was pretty. Was that in in the French Red episode? Maybe French Red. I don't remember. Anyway, that was uh, – I'm not saying I'm converted to Beaujolais, (laughs) but I have, believe it or not, bought three more bottles of that. Yes. One of which is going on the Christmas table because my sister does turkey because she lived in America for so many years. She'll have turkey so she can drink Beaujolais. This is not the same sister that you were just like ragging on for having the – for bringing the oh, that's, that's my big one, Gay, my little sister Amy. They're both amazing cooks um, and they, you know. Hang it on your sisters, yeah, aren't you? all about wine. But they're brilliant, <laughs> they're brilliant women. But um, <laughs> You do have a very uh, high-achieving family, don't you? I do, yes. Yes, and I'm just into wine. But that's okay. Just into wine, says So I can, I can diss their wine because, you know, Gay can diss me on everything to do with politics and Amy's a neuro something or other. <laughs> A neurologist. <laughs> if you have any title starting with neuro, let's just expect that it's pretty impressive. Anyway, back to wine. Back to wine. Much more interesting. Okay. So that's my top five. But the thing that I think has opened my eyes most is this has forced me yep. out of my little a European drinking bubble, which I mm-hmm. tend to be in, and try some Australian wines, of which I opening. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, oh, like the Oscars. I just want to say thanks to Rob. Yeah. For really supporting yep. us. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we may do a bit of promotion of Rob Dolan Wines here, but that's on, from honesty rather than <laughs> a, oh, absolutely. a boot up the bum saying, oh, you've got to talk about our wines. I don't think you, you Meg, would ever do anything out of No. <laughs> I think I, yeah. It's been fun. It's been really fun. But what I would like for next year yeah. is I would like, just randomly, just as it happens, if you've got a fun fact in your town, <gasps> oh, cool. put it on our Instagram page Please. and I can do it because I am, I read a lot. Yeah. But the stuff that I find interesting is a lot of that quirky medical stuff and I'm thinking yeah. that's getting a little bit boring. The Kit Kat one was cool though. The Kit Kat one was fun. To say that My favourite was the penis wine. Of course it was. Yeah. I quite like the amethyst string one as well. Oh, yeah, that was a good one. You know, that's a 1,500-year-old winery. They've got presses and wow. stuff. It's amazing. Um, and so fun facts. And also send us what you've been drinking and then we can maybe taste them. Oh, yeah, love that. We could do an and episode on as well. the popular picks. Yeah. The people's choice. Yeah. Like the Bachelorette. We'll just knock them out. <laughs> Well, I noticed that – did you see the top dog? We have a competition in Australia, the top 
winery dog. Yeah. And everyone sends photos of their dogs in. Our dog didn't win. Uh, he should have. Aww. But they also have the People's Choice. Yeah. And the People's Choice um, was much sort of cuter than the, the – one was a working dog and one was a cute dog. Speaking of cute dogs. Speaking of cute dogs, look at – Oh, look at her. If you're ever wondering who this dog is that we talk about every time we podcast, her Instagram is Zoe the Wine Dog. Check her out. She's the cutest. All right. Speaking of wine dogs, didn't we have what happened with Gnocchi and Gnocchi and Hannah? Hannah. Yeah, there are wine influences. <laughs> We had influencers. We got told we had influencers coming to the winery and they showed up and the influencers were the dogs. We're trying to be in a meeting and everyone's like, ooh, and ah, and I'm just like, let's get out of here. Tori's running up and down the hill so the dogs would run after us and get photos of the dogs. All right, for our last question of the season, Meg, this is one from me out of pure selfishness. I am going to Adelaide for Christmas and I want to know what wineries I should visit. (gasps) Shaw and Smith in the Adelaide Hills. Mm. Um, I noticed they've just bought Bleasdale Vineyard in McLaren Vale. If you're going to... Go to McLaren Vale just because it's McLaren Vale and mm-hmm. it's near the beach and it's beautiful. Go to a wine bar called Fall from Grace, which my friend runs in McLaren Vale. Oh. Uh, and she makes wine, Jill Gordon-Smith. Where else would I go? I wouldn't go into the Brossa because it's going to be too hot. Yeah. Stay Hills, Altitude, mm-hmm. Ashton okay. Vineyards is nice. Yeah. Um What's it? Bird in hand? No, hand. No. Bird in hand, yeah. Bird in hand. Yeah. Kim Milne. Bird in hand. They are, they're like famous for being the first winery to come out and say they wouldn't accept anyone who wasn't vaccinated. Do you see that? No, that was Bird on a Wire, wasn't it? Carolyn Mooney? I thought it was, was Bird, it Bird in, in hand. hand in Adelaide. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was Mooney. Um, Good on them. Yeah, Sorry. taking a social stand. No, I think. And they, they suffered greatly with the fires. Mm. So. Um, a good friend of mine's a winemaker there. I just love what they do. Anywhere in the hills in McLaren Vale, just proximity to – How far away is McLaren Vale? 40. From? Okay. No, that's doable. Cool. And you're on the beach. Love that. Go to Star of Greece for lunch, yep. right on the ocean. Mm. Amazing Greek food, barbecued yeah. meats and seafood. And Great. Fall from grace. Um, yeah. Don't drink the big McLaren Vale Reds. It's too hot. Yes. Go up to the hills and drink some sparkling and some nice Chardonnay. Didn't who just won something? Can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, we are going to leave you with a few clips of some of our favourite moments for this year. We will be back in early 2022. Um, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Please send us what you're drinking over Christmas. Send us any questions you have over Christmas. Um, and if you have any fun facts, because we would definitely love them for next year. And until then, enjoy all of your next glasses of wine. And have a good holiday and a happy new year. And drink well. Just t- test this before we go back on. Yeah, I can hear that very well. (laughs) You could say I'm hard for shard. (laughs) Very cool. So we get a t-shirt made of them? I love that one. Oh, we should get the t-shirts made. Eat fries, drink wine and have sex. Everything in moderation, which 
It's now a professor's told me I have to do it, so yes, that's going to be my magic. Okay, so we've had to edit that part out because Meg just told so many embarrassing stories about her husband. Sorry, darling, but when you get drunk, you do piss in the <laughs> I'm Mel, and I once drank champagne in a toilet cubicle just so I could savour it without distraction. That was savour, not savour, just so you know. But I'm joined by Meg Brutman, Australia's first female master of wine, who I'm sure would never do such a thing. It's a bit selfish of you, isn't it? I have to turn down your microphone because of how loud you just got because of how excited you got about sea monkeys. Sea monkeys are awesome. What if the champagne bottles were shaped like a penis? I can't believe a man came up with this. The, obviously a bloke. the next obvious question is, what inspired the penis bottles, particular shape and girth? And <laughs> St. Joseph was the patron saint of happy death. Oh my gosh. Is that Joseph? Wait, as yes. in as Mary's death? Yes. Oh. Well, I think you're calling me stepdad. Wow. So Joseph was named after. He's hard done by dad. <laughs> well, because he was an older man, and Mary was very young. Oh, I didn't know he was an old fellow. Well, yeah, he was quite old. That's why God was giving out a helping hand with the <laughs> fertilization. <laughs>